Welcome to The Recovering Perfectionist, where you'll learn all the hacks you need to get started and finished on your business or project. You'll connect with successful entrepreneurs who are in perfectionist rehab, unapologetically experimenting and balancing life, business, family, and me time. I'm your host and Chief Recovering Perfectionist, Claire Barton. Hello, Recovering Perfectionists. It's Claire Barton and welcome back. I'm here with the gorgeous Kaylee Price. We've finally gotten to chat. We've been um, trying to chat for quite some time and we're finally here. So, hey, thanks so much for coming on the show, Kaylee. How are you going? Thanks so much, Claire. It's great to be here. Yeah, we, we were going back and forth for a while, but we've made it. So. We were, here we are. We're finally here. We're both earringless because there was a bit too much static going on, but we are both here. So um, just in a nutshell, let me introduce um, what I know of Kaylee. So um, Kaylee came kind of back into my life probably about a year ago in one of the Facebook groups. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've been so girl crushing on you for such a long time. And I was trying to think while I was driving this morning, I think it's been probably two years years ago when I first came across you and there was someone else, I can't remember who, and you were doing um, an interview or a, a podcast or something like that. And I just really loved how you talked about business um, and your whole energy and that sort of thing. So I'm absolutely wrapped that you are back. Um, I know that you are the owner of Better Business, Better Life, and also you've created a beautiful program called Facebook Live to Thrive, which is super exciting and definitely what we're going to talk about today. Um, I absolutely am a massive fan of anything that involves uh, low price or free marketing strategies. And I know that's a big part of what you do with um, Facebook Lives and that sort of thing as well. So I can't wait to get all of your tips about that um, through the lens as you talk about as well of that imperfect action. So tell us a bit about you and your biz journey to start with and where you're at now. And then we'll jump into the beautiful Facebook Live stuff. Sure. Well, look. I've been in business for a good while now, but um, basically it all started because I was actually managing a business incubator um, in a drought-stricken area and I, everyone was going, buy local. And I'm like, guys, the local people don't have money to buy local. Wow. And it was when um, online marketing was just sort of starting to get traction. So I taught myself to be able to share with the others, the other business owners, and then I went, oh, I really love this. <laughs> like, this is what I want to do. So ended up starting the business. But it was probably, I'm going to say, two or three years ago now that I had a webinar that I was doing with someone else and we were out there promoting it and I went, you know what, I'm just going to try Facebook Live. Sorry, that the reminder popped up. Um, I tried Facebook Live to promote it and it just went off and we're like, oh, hang on a minute, you know, we're doing all these other promotional activities and this one thing was getting more registration than any other combined. So that, at that point, I went, okay, I should probably take some notes for this. Yeah. yeah, cool. So, um, and it, look, it's interesting because, you know, even yesterday, um, I'm back in Victoria for a week at the moment doing some one-on-one -on -one consults um, with businesses through Southern Grampian Shire. So doing it on behalf of the council, doing some consult. And everyone's like... You know, Facebook used to be awesome. It used to be this. It used to be that. I could get seen by people. You can't do it anymore. And I'm like, well, actually, guys, hang on a tick before you rule it out. <laughs> back it up. Um, yeah, let's back up that truck. <laughs> Video is awesome. Live is even better in the sense mm. that um, Facebook is putting that priority in terms of the algorithm and getting seen and getting the reach on Facebook Live. That's where they want you at. Mm. And the other side of it is, 
pre-recorded video is great because like you can batch it and do some in advance and have a few so you know you're going to have that consistency but Facebook Live gets on average six times the engagement that a pre-recorded video does. So, you know, that engagement is what gets us the reach. It gets us seen. So it's a really great opportunity, especially when it's free. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm a bit of a Facebook Live nerd now. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why is it, do you think, if we talk about it from a consumer point of mm -hmm. view to start with, why yeah. is it that um, Facebook loves the live version rather than even pre-recorded video? Obviously, Video is a big thing, but why yeah. the live? What's the live aspect? What's the what's the catch draw there? Like, even though I'm a huge proponent and I teach online marketing, so you know I kind of like it. Um, I know that face you can't beat face to face interaction, but we can't all be in the same place at the same time. Yeah. The next closest thing you can get is Facebook Live because you've got that opportunity. <clears throat> excuse me to have a conversation in real time. Like people can be asking questions, and you can answer back in real time and I think the thing that people really love about it is that there's no way to hide like with video you can be super polished you can practice it and get it all nailed down so you're looking fantastic people love real they connect with real like being able to interact with us and see what we're really like in real time means that you know we're approachable suddenly it's not this big scary thing that you know they're super polished and you know we can't approach them because they're too big or too important for us we're just another person and people love connecting with that yeah interesting we, yeah we can't hide behind the camera we are in front of the camera but we yeah. can't hide behind it as such do you know it's a it is a really funny thing and i think that i completely agree with you it's about the connection and the authenticity and not just yeah. the hashtag instagram authenticity mm -hmm. it's like i'm a real person I'm really yeah. sitting here. I was on a um, Facebook Live last week and I had to get – I was on a webinar, actually. I was running mm -hmm. a webinar and I um, had to get up and come and open the door because my dog was scratching at the <laughs> And that was more distracting than having him inside sort yeah. of thing. So, you know, that sort of thing. Or, you know, people are always like, oh, my gosh, I was just doing a Facebook Live and my kid came in or yeah. someone knocked on the door or the phone rang or whatever. And I think mm – -hmm awesome like I get yeah. excited about that sort of thing because I think a that's awesome that you did it and you didn't delete it and you're telling us that it happened yes there's a massive block that's been overcome for people to be able yeah. to get to that point for most yeah. people some people just you know water off a duck's back doesn't really matter but mm -hmm. most people find it really daunting and um it's a very vulnerable space to be in because like you said stuff goes wrong and yeah. you might have bags under your eyes or Life you know, happens. there might be something <laughs> in the background going on. Um, I was on a, one of the very first times I was on a, it was a, again, it was someone else's webinar, mm -hmm. like a group call. And my husband had just got out of the shower and didn't realize it was when I was even new to online business. He just yeah. got out of the shower and walked behind me. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was my naked husband just walking behind me. <laughs> but I couldn't do anything about it. And it was just hilarious. It happens. Like, oh, well. Yeah, I'm a real person, and, and you know, uh, poor poor old mate. So now every time I'm anywhere near my computer, he's like, "He'll go and get dressed." Or like, "Yeah, oh. I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. It's the connection thing and that sort of thing. So, in that sense, what um, what are your kind of strategies, or what sort of things do you teach people to get over that fear of the imperfection and the fear of like not having everything super polished and not having your full hair and makeup and the most beautiful background and, you know, all the ducks in a row before you start doing Facebook Live? What are some of the things that people can do to overcome that? Yeah, look, first of all, I would say just realise that 
you know, when we're super, I guess there's a, definitely a place for the super polished, um, you know, the Instagrams, the pre-recorded video, etc. Absolutely. <laughs> but when we have the real, you know, life happens, Facebook lie, you get a real sense of who the person is, like we said before, so that if they're thinking about working with you and they sign on, you've got a great new client, like, yeah. they don't get a shock that you're not what the super polished is because, you know, we've all got our best moments but we all have some not so great moments too. Yeah. And if they've seen that real person, they're all good. The other thing is people come to listen to what you've got to say. Like, mm. In the real world, we'd always have the beautiful background, etc. It doesn't matter because they're listening to you, not to looking at you going, oh, you haven't had your eyebrows done this week. You know? <laughs> like I've seen um, a couple of people that I really respect and that are making multi-six figures and they had like a grotty background and they were doing a webinar and they were teaching um, all about video. They didn't worry about it. It didn't stop them from getting sales. It doesn't yeah. matter. People... Yeah. People want to hear what you've got to say. There's a reason they've joined. It's not to sit there and criticise what you're going to say, or what you look like. What you look like, yeah. Yeah, um, but a couple of other things, like look at Marie Forleo when she started. Like, she's been doing a, week, a video every week for years. Go back and look at some of her early ones. She's not perfect either. Yeah. Like You get better with practice, but you've got to start somewhere. Like, And mm -hmm. even I remember I did a <laughs> I was teaching about Facebook Live at a workshop I think it was last year now, and I'm showing everyone, and I've forgotten that I had a Samsung phone, so I'm right, recording it sideways. Sideways. Cool. And everyone gets on there to have a look at it and goes, oh, look what you... Did you realise? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. life happens. It didn't matter. Yeah. But um, the other thing to note is you can actually practice completely in private the whole way through, record it the lot without anyone else ever seeing it. Mm -hmm. So... Um, you know, with your personal profile, how you've got the privacy settings, public, friends only, and then there's an option for only me. Huh. So you can change it to that. Practice the text so you know, you know, the buttons you have to press, what you do to stop it, all that right. sort of stuff without anyone ever seeing it. So how you've got that opportunity. That yes. Facebook Live hack. My only thing about that is don't get stuck doing those practices. Maybe, you know, the first time yeah. you go to go live, do it a couple of times, run through. Yeah. You'll never get it exactly the same anyway, but just get used to the tech and yeah. then get out there and do it, you know, you for know, your page or a group. Exactly. And I think one of the things that people um, are held back by in their head, and it's mm -hmm. more of a mindset thing, but actually it's, you know, people um, talk about it in the way that, like, I'm not techie and I don't really know how to use it and, I'm not very good on social media and all those sort yeah. of phrases that we're all used to hearing. Um, and basically Facebook wants you to do this. Everyone yeah. wants you to do this. So yeah. it's actually super easy and it's kind of just a BS excuse, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but I agree. So have a bit of a practice. But mm. I think one of the other things on the tech side of things is to realise if you're going to try and do the beautiful uh, super um, structured and set up videos, but they are a shitload more work than doing a yes. live and getting over that block. Yes. <laughs> um, when you are trying to style a background, style yourself, get in the right lighting, have the script, all that sort of thing, that is a monstrous piece of work in itself. Mm -hmm. Rather than jumping on and having a rant about something or talking about yeah. something that is a response. One of my favourite um, hacks to, to get people to start Facebook Lives 
is responding to a question. So you're not Absolutely. Like getting on there and having your own kind of, um, you know, Claire moment or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing someone a favor because they've asked yeah. you a question and it's easier to articulate it most of the time in words rather than typing it out. Right. So that's a cool excuse. Um, I remember the very first time I started doing videos, I was doing a, uh, I think it was 10 days. It was called the hashtag 10 day declutter me challenge yeah. or something like Love that. It. And we had a bit of decluttering in, in like physical world and a bit mm-hmm. of virtual decluttering and a bit of mental decluttering and all that sort of thing. And I sat down and my favorite place back then to record was in my son's room because he had all yep. the beautiful artsy things on the, on the background. Now it's all just full of Lego and goodness knows what else. So I don't really use it, but I had a really nice background and I sat in there and I, I promised everyone who'd signed up the daily videos will only be four to five minutes long at the most. And of course, when I recorded them, they were like 11 or 12 minutes. And I thought, that's cool. I can edit that down. And it took me eight hours to edit the first video. I know. And I still was only down to about eight minutes and it was doing my nut. Like I, I know I'm pretty techie, but I, I just couldn't, I just, oh, it was driving me so crazy. And I thought, I've literally, I've got, I've got 11, I think of these videos. I had 10 daily videos plus the final one and probably an intro one as well. Well, I can't, I can't spend eight hours on every single one of these videos. So I deleted them all and then I just recorded them and I said, one take, no fake, no, mm-hmm. no, except for the title, what I was talking about. I have a little timer there and they all were so much better because I had a bit of boundary and I didn't have to worry about, oh, I'm going to have to cut that out. Okay, what do I need to do? Do I, do I clap twice or do I shake? Yeah. <laughs> you know, all yeah. that sort of thing. So when you actually give it a go and it's kind of like a trust the process moment, like people have to give it a go to work out what they don't want to do rather than the other way around sometimes but I guarantee if you start going into the whole thing you're trying to edit your own videos and that sort of thing it's way harder than just too hard too hard yeah yeah I can't edit videos I don't want to learn how to edit videos (laughs) I'm like nope serve it up first go awesome yeah absolutely but uh, you've hit on something really important there like a lot of people go okay all right I'll do it I'll do it but I don't know what to say yeah and Exactly. Think about, okay, what do your ideal clients come to you? What do they ask you all the time? What are they struggling with? Start there. That will give you so many topics to begin with. Or it could be, you know, I was talking to a builder, a builder and accountant yesterday, and I'm like, let's think about what's on TV at the moment, house rules is on, you know, on a weekly basis. Go live once a week and talk about one of the projects they worked on and, you know, why you would make that choice or you wouldn't do that. Use that media and what's happening and link it back, make it apply to what you're an expert in. Yep, totally. Guaranteed always have lots of things. (laughs) I agree. There's so many different excuses that you can use to do it. Um, I also talk about um, to start off with any sort of video is if someone sends you something via messenger, a question yes. or something, jump on and do it there. Like it's yep. got one person who's an audience. It's very safe. You've probably already started a conversation with them and it's really connective. Mm. Um, there was, um, and I remember the, the, the light sort of twigged for me a long time ago when this happened and someone had said, um, I, I really want to work with you. And we oh, like kind of, she d- made the decision and then she backed off and was like, Oh, actually I'm not sure. And then she came back and said, actually, I really want to work with you. And then she came back and, and she basically said, I'm not sure because I don't want to put you out because I've got a little baby and I don't know if I'll be able to stick to the times. And I don't know, like he might get sick. And like, she really yeah. felt this overwhelming, um, potential guilt factor. So I thought there's, there's no point in me keeping on saying, it's okay. I understand. I'm a mum too. I get it. Yes. I was like, she actually needs to hear this. So I jumped mm. on and I said, 
babe, I get it. I have cancelled more times in the last three years than I have in my entire life since I've been a mum. I totally get it. If you have to cancel, like it's totally fine. And also you're probably doing me a favour because I probably have, you know, <laughs> off cancelling as well. So literally it's not an issue, right? And she was like, oh my gosh, thanks so much. And then we worked together and it was fine. But you just having that exactly what you said before, a conversation, a connection mm. about um, the the response rather than just keyboard warrioring it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a totally different energy. Um, and you know, uh, I talk about this all the time with um, you know workshops and with touch points and that sort of thing. That you can make if you can make an impression, first impression when you first meet someone. Would I work with you? Do I get yeah. you? Are you my person? Are you the sort of like person I want to hang out with or not? Right? You make mm-hmm. that in, you know face to face straight up. Whereas online, it's something like 111 points of contact people need to have with you before they can make that decision. Exactly. So and you're taking all gap. those barriers away. <laughs> yep. Speed that gap up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love yep. it. Awesome. So tell us about some of the other ways that your clients or that you use Facebook Live um, as opposed to things like Facebook ads or other yep. paid marketing and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So um, just a couple of examples of my own clients. Um, what I do is I get them to collaborate with other people quite a lot. So, um, for example, one of my clients is a skincare specialist in Newcastle and, um, you know, she's an expert in her field. She's been, I think it's cornea therapist of Australasia, six years running, but she's paired up with Oprah's facialist last week and interviewed her. I know. What? Yeah. And like, and Robin's got, um, like 500 likers. Yeah. But the organic reach from that by pairing up and working together was over 4,000 reach. Um, she had over 100 comments. So bringing in someone else and sharing your audiences. Like mm-hmm. you and I have quite similar views on things, but we're not competitors. We yeah. specialise in our own way, but we also can have both help our clients, you know, yeah. bringing those other people in and bouncing off each other's viewpoints and sharing that is a really, really powerful way to use Facebook Live. And then what we've actually done is video is working. So as in the recording from Facebook Live is working really, really well. If you then want to boost it with Facebook ads, we had, um, we just did a simple campaign. We know her audience is between 25 and 34 females within 50 Ks of Newcastle. So that was what we used as our um, targeting. And we were getting 10 second views for 12 cents per person, wow. which is awesome. But the even better thing is, is that if we want to advertise in the future, we can target just the people who have watched video. And because they've watched 10 seconds, we know they haven't just scrolled past like a lot of traditional ads. Yep. They've actually had to stop and look at it to be viewing it for that long. So we know it's a warm audience. It's really yeah, awesome. Cool. That's part um, of that retargeting kind of. Um, absolutely strategy exactly but then you know i've got another client katie who's a fertility specialist and she runs a a challenge around that the first time she did it she didn't use facebook live and she got her registrations the second time she did it she ran three she did three facebook lives and she tripled her registrations just by having that extra reach and that engagement Mm -hmm. um and now it depends what you specialize in like Fertility is obviously quite a sensitive topic and people don't necessarily want to comment a lot because they don't necessarily want to be identified as having those challenges. But the fact that they can watch Katie, see what she's like, know her personality, 
they'll very quickly decide whether they feel they can trust her mm. and work with her versus, you know, like you said, all those touch points with text and photos, etc., where they don't get that real feel because so much of our communication is body language mm. that you can't get from written. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really powerful stuff. So looking at those launch series can... I really encourage people to do, you know, for example, one Facebook Live a week for that consistency and being visible, etc. But then you can use it really well for launches and working out a strategy there mm-hmm. or as a collaboration to build your audience. Awesome. So can we just talk quickly about repurposing? And then yes. um, I also want to talk about... Um, uh, if you have a strategy for consistent face, like a consistent um, time and almost like having it sort of like a podcast, if we come back yeah. to that, but tell me about the repurposing stuff because that's really interesting to me. I do upcycling <laughs> blogs. I hate the idea of doing anything and then, you know, sharing it once and then leaving it. Yeah. There to die. I just don't get the point of um, creating stuff like that. I am a little bit lazy and I want to get as much mileage out of everything as possible. So in terms of Facebook live, can like I see sometimes people do um I think it's usually set up on zoom or some other sort of Mm -hmm. casting software and then that gets cast into a Facebook live and then they use it on a podcast and all that sort of thing is that getting super techie is that like next level or is that doable for most people not really doable so with my clients I'll say to them do your Facebook live download it upload it to YouTube YouTube's the second largest engine search engine after Google. Let's take advantage of that. Okay. And you can put all your keywords in there so it really helps narrow down who's coming to watch it. Then embed it from YouTube into your blog post and have it transcribed. So that's a blog post, your blog post for the week. Already done. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, you can take short snippets out for Instagram stories or you can take little quotes and make um, Mm. image quotes out of it. You can repurpose it so many different ways. Um, I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I can see the oh yeah uh, mm. yeah <laughs> but you know and then if you use a schedule or something like recur posts well you can just have that cycling through in your library yeah. and it's there it's great content that you can use over and over again I love it work once make it pay many times <laughs> oh, girl my own heart I completely love it all right so let's go back to talking about um having a having almost set up like a show for example so I know um I've tried it once it didn't quite work mainly because I just couldn't get my own shit together and and (laughs) I wanted to do it say on a I think it was a Wednesday night Mm -hmm. um and I said you know eight o'clock every Wednesday night but of course like clockwork my children go to sleep at seven o'clock every night except for Wednesday and that's (laughs) insist on another wee and another drink of water and another cuddle and another story. Mom, I'm cold and mum, I'm hungry. (laughs) It's always on a Wednesday. So I was like, you know what, this just isn't going to work. And I didn't really feel, um, I I had other, other priorities basically. And I didn't feel that it was a priority to do it during the day um, Mm -hmm. at a time when I didn't have as many audience members on and that sort of thing. So but I have seen it work really well for some people. Like yeah. we do every Wednesday night or every whatever it is and they almost market it like a mini launch on, say, the yeah. Monday, Tuesday, like Wednesday night I'm going live and I'm talking about such and such and they kind of have like a little mini campaign every week um, and it seems to work really well. So I'm very keen to bridge that gap and to share with people, does it work? Is it a thing? Do people tune in? Is it kind of still a bit hit and miss with who rocks up? Or tell, tell us, talk to us about that sort of stuff. Yeah. So a couple of things about that. 
first of all, if you are thinking and you're able to, and for some people it's not realistic to have the show at the same time every week, but if you can do that, start by looking at your Facebook insights to see when the most people that your likers are on Facebook logged in so that you've got a better chance of reaching them. And the beauty of it's like a TV series. Think of my teenage years. Friends was on at, say, 7 o'clock every night. You yeah. could bet your life I was ready at 7 o'clock because I was trained into that. Like yeah. we become trained to sit down and watch our favourite show whenever it might be on at the same time every week. So there's real value in that. And, you know, if you can do it, fantastic. But don't let that stop you from sure. doing it. Yeah. You know, better to go live when you can and get that opportunity and have that fun spontaneous nature and that can work really well like mm. the one thing about spontaneous you know if like you said someone sends you a question that comes in or you know you've been having a discussion with a client you're like oh that'd be jump on have a bit of a rant about it. like yeah. people love that passion so don't let it hold you back from um going live in the first place yeah um i think yeah it comes back again to that letting go of perfection like yeah. in an ideal world Yep, that's you know that uh, weekly show is brilliant. Okay, but it but it's not everything. Don't yeah, let sure. that be the reason that you don't use Facebook Live. Is there too much? Can you do too much Facebook Live? Look, I think it's good to have a mix of like your text and image posts, your pre-recorded video, and your live because you know, for a start with being a girl that's come from a regional area, I know. There's a lot of people that just don't have internet good enough to be able to watch live. Um, so having that mix and catering to all of your audience is good. Some people prefer to read. Awesome. You know, and that's why when we repurpose, we go from the recording on Facebook to YouTube to embed it in our blog post with the transcript because then that's catering for your whole audience. Mm -hmm. So I think it's good to still have a balance. Um, but the most important thing to think about is, okay, However often I decide, whether it's once a week, whether it's once a fortnight, it's better to do it less but do it consistently than to do five and then be forgotten for the next month when you haven't had a chance to do it. But again, you know, if you've had that month where you haven't been able to, that's life, it happens. Yep. Jump back yep. in. Don't let that yep. hold you back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm just giving you a virtual high five here yeah. <laughs> because I'm a massive fan of consistency is better than perfection and I talk about that yeah. in all sort of things especially um social media so you know if if you're not doing regular posts on Facebook don't go for three a day straight up mm -hmm. not, you know you'll do that for two weeks and hate your life and get off yeah. it and, go again. <laughs> and that will be the last time you do it <laughs> exactly so you know whatever is kind of the next step so if that means doing it once a month or once a you know you know getting three posts of any type onto your Facebook yeah. page say three times a week or something like that then once that's happening and you've got a consistent system and some consistent content and you've you know kind of nailing that go for four times a week or go exactly. for once a day or something like like don't go from zero to hero if that's not accessible for you and you haven't got a team helping you pretty much yeah yeah um or if it's not your passion and you don't want to spend two days every three months doing it like <laughs> you know everyone's got a different way of what it works but i completely agree consistency is way better than um anything else anything, yeah pretty much. and, and yeah. look one of the things i say is like brainstorm sit down set some time aside sit down and brainstorm a bunch of topics and just yeah. write a dot point outline for each of the yeah. topics you know yes 
Facebook Live means you have to be there and present in the time. But that doesn't mean you can't have all the prep done and you know, like, you've got planned out. Tuesday night's going to be this topic. The next week it's going to be X. And match it up to whatever promotions you're doing, yes. you know, depending on what you um, Trying, trying to give an example like skincare if you're doing a launch about teen acne we'll make facebook live topics Absolutely. in the lead up to that yeah related to you know the myths around um teenage acne the common mistakes yep. people make and that's actually addressing the hurdles that prevent people from investing yeah in the lead up so when it's time yep. to launch they're like give me sign me up <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I love, you know, when I teach content strategy, there's kind of the two sides of it. And one of them is very general and we kind of cycle mm -hmm. through all of your different categories or pillars, people call them yes. sometimes. And on the other side, it's more campaign specific, which is what you're talking about. So whatever you're launching, that's kind of the central anchor for your content. So that could be your blogs, your newsletters, your Facebook lives, your Facebook page posts, all of that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, the part of that, that I think is a really important part of the Facebook Live, but I'd love your take on it as well. But it's having some sort of call to action after every one of them. Absolutely, so it doesn't have to be a you know sign up here for this. Yeah, buy this. Call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That like that. It could be as simple as like this if you liked it. Mm -hmm. Comment, tag someone if you think it's going to help. So it's something that's exactly. quite passive and quite easy for people to do in the moment. It could be if you want more information, click on the link in the comments to go and read the blog, and then after that, there might be another call to action for a content upgrade or to yeah. join your newsletter or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it could be something like, you know, if you're running a special, then there can be something. So there's lots of different options, but I think it is pretty important to have some sort of call to action. Maybe not on every single one. You don't want to sound too pitchy or gross like that, but people need to be told what you want them to do or they absolutely, just like, Oh yeah, that was nice. And keep going. Yeah. So, you know, just, and I find even myself, if someone says, if you've enjoyed this, please give, give me a thumbs up. I'm yeah. so much more likely to actually click on the thumbs up because they've just told me to do it rather than go. Oh, that was nice. I'm more inclined to share something if I really like it than yeah. I always forget to do the like and comment. Yeah. It's probably more helpful anyway. So yeah, and, and it's, not, it's not pushy to ask for, like to give people um, no. <laughs> what, you want, what you want them to do. So what's your take on call stack? Yeah. Whenever you're going to go live, and I say go live, but this applies to all social okay. media. Ask yourself, okay, what is the next step that I want the person consuming this, whether they're watching or they're um, reading? What's the next step I want mm. them to do? And you're right, it doesn't have to be buy now every time. You don't want to do that or people aren't going to tune in. That's like, so oh, she's yeah. going to sell me again. <laughs> but we're also really busy. Like how yeah. often do we watch a Facebook live while we're doing some other job? Like All we're multitasking always. Yeah, always. <laughs> so, you know, we're busy. We're, we're focusing different ways. We need to have like, no one's offended. If you say to them, Hey, look, if this was really helpful or you know someone that could benefit from listening to this or they're struggling with this, yeah. give them a tag or give it a share. Like mm. no one minds doing that. That's, that's not a hard sell. That's just a gentle reminder mm. because we're doing so many things at once. It just brings us back and we get the value from it. Like it yeah. actually cements that for us. Awesome. So, yeah. All right. One last super practical question because this is um, something that people are always asking. Mm. Is there an ideal length for Facebook Lives? Okay. So Facebook Live says if you go over 10 minutes is ideal in the sense that that gives them an opportunity to share and spread it out would get you more reach with your audience. I would say to you, yeah, ideal. If you, especially if you're teaching something, like if you're um, sharing your knowledge on a particular topic, awesome. I also know that when we're starting out, 
that's super confronting going 10 minutes how am I going to feel that um and you don't want to keep talking like there's nothing worse than someone babbling and not actually you know giving you value Mm. you're better off to do a two minute one get in get the value out there get your message across and then stop I agree than to keep going much longer and trying to feel that white noise um and the thing is you stay top of, the, top of the news feed or, you know, the algorithm supports you even after you finish going live. So mm. it's not like, okay, if they don't come while I'm live, they're not going to see it. Sure. You're still getting that support from Facebook. So, um, yeah, definitely think about it. Okay, I'll go as long as I need to to get my message across mm. and provide that value. And whatever link that is, that's awesome. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um that said, if you're doing a bit of a longer one, I have a terrible memory. <laughs> so I jot out some bullet points and I'll say sure. to my guys, hey guys, I've got my, like today, I've got my bullet points here. Because <laughs> one of the things we all freak out about is, oh God, what if I go blank? What if yep. I go blank? Yeah. Well, again, we're human. That happens. <laughs> I'll say, hey, I've got my bullet points here. <laughs> So I cover all the things I want to share with you today because I want you to get the best value out of it. So I don't want to miss something important. My brain, soup, you know. I'm the same. And how many times I've gone, right, guys, I'm going to share with you today the three top tips for such Mm. a thing. The first two and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God, what was that? I have no idea what the third one was. I might have already said it combined as number one or two. Uh Sure. So here's my dog. How cute! Mm. Like whatever. See this? <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, Absolutely. exactly. I, I agree. You don't have to. And I know. I think with 99 percent of people who read a script, you can tell that it's a script. Yeah. And don't don't read on. the it's script. Yeah. But bullet points are totally yeah. totally acceptable. Um, get you back on track, very, very and they get the value. Get back on track, and it also keeps. Um, some boundaries so that you yeah. don't go off on tangents because nothing like as you said, if you go off on a tangent and you start talking about waffling and all that sort of thing just to mm-hmm. fill time or just because you forgot what you were going to say. There's nothing worse and people will see right through it. The whole yeah. idea of doing these Facebook lives is to be connective and, and authentic and to give value, right? So yeah. um, the other thing um, I'm just going to do a shout out, I'm, I'm sure you'll agree with me, is if you jump on and you're going to talk about something that is a tip, don't spend the first five minutes talking about yourself. Yeah. And one of the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like um, introduce what, yourself, of course, but don't mm-hmm. do the whole, I'm not going to talk about myself for half an hour and then talk about yourself for half an hour. Cause yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The first thing before you even introduce yourself, tell them why they should care. Why should right. they listen in? What's the benefit to them? For the, yeah. What value are they going to get from it? Then super short intro. The other thing, please, when, especially when Facebook live was new, was people would get on and they'd go, I'm just going to wait for a couple of minutes until some people show up. Don't do that. You're an expert in your field. Get on and give you value, especially because you don't want people coming to the replay and going, oh, I've got to wait two minutes or I've got to fast forward two minutes to get to what you're actually talking about. Get in, be the expert, share your stuff and then get off. And what about um, answering questions real time? Because I know some people say it really puts them off when they're, um, you know, watching something and someone's talking and then they keep mm. saying, oh, hi, Michelle. Oh, hi, Vera. Oh, where are you? Oh, okay. But, you know, that, that can be really distracting. Yeah. Um, I find when it's me, I'm, I, I really like that interaction and I feel like that's yeah. kind of the point. But I'm definitely stuck between a bit of a rock and a hard place mm-hmm. there. So what's, is there a rule around that? Or... <laughs> so my answer to that would be 
if you imagine you're speaking face to face, like, and you're in a crowd and people are coming past, do you turn away from the person you're talking to to say hello to every single person that's going past? Mm. No, you might shout out to a couple and say good day to be friendly, but you're not going to stop the conversation every time. Yeah. Um, same goes with the questions. You know, when you're first starting out with Facebook Live it might be really confronting to try and check the questions and check the, and keep talking on message, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. If you don't answer them live, that's okay. Even say to them, hey, guys, I'm just, I want to make sure you get value from this, so I'm going to share. But pop your questions in the, answer, in the answers, in the comments, <laughs> and I'll either address them at the end of the, video, of the Facebook Live or I'll come back to them later. Awesome. And then, yeah. you know, once we get more confident, we get more practice with Facebook Live, you naturally start to do it anyway. So mm. it's really good. It's great to have that engagement because you really acknowledge the person. Yeah. But better to stay on track and get your message across sure. than stress awesome. too much about that. Okay. Beautiful. Um, I know I said about three questions ago, last <laughs> practical question, but I just keep That's thinking. okay. <laughs> um, is there a better or worse way of doing it in terms of using a desktop versus a phone? Look, a couple of things. Um, Android stinks for trying to get <laughs> landscape. <laughs> Long and short, I know because I own a Samsung. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Is landscape all, better generally or not? Yeah, landscape's better because it fits nicely on your screen so you don't have those black down the side, either yep. side of your video, um, and also works really nicely for YouTube. So in an ideal world, always go the landscape okay. if possible. Again, don't let it stop you doing it. Um, but also think about, okay, how can I get it most steady? So if you can get um, your laptop, so the camera's a little bit above eye line, it's really mm -hmm. flattering. <laughs> I have a lot of double chins. It's nice and flattering. Um, but, it, you know, it's also better for the viewer because, the, you know, there's not wobble distracting them. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're doing a walkthrough, so obviously you've got to carry your camera um, People are going to accept that. They're not going to think about that sure. because you're moving. But yeah. if it's more that delivery to camera type scenario and the um, teaching the conversation aspect, then, you know, it, whatever your preference is, just try and make it nice and stable. Okay. And it doesn't have to be fancy equipment. Like I know a lady, um, one of my clients, that uses her kid's teddy bear to hold her camera. Yeah. Because that's a good angle for her and yeah. it keeps us still. You don't have to invest big money to get started. I like, completely agree. Like use what you've got. <laughs> mostly I'm doing it in my kids' rooms um, when I'm doing podcasts especially because there's the soft furnishings and that yeah. sort of thing, like all the cushions and blankets mm -hmm. and whatever other rubbish they've got on the floor and carpets and all that sort of thing. Mm. Um, and I'm the same. Sometimes I'll sit on my daughter's bed and we've got this like IKEA wooden step yeah. that sits over the top of my legs on the bed with mm -hmm. a couple of cardboard boxes on top of that to put my laptop on. Yeah, like reams so of paper are another great Hobby. thing. <laughs> <laughs> the books, stack of books, have done stack that. Books. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally yeah. a fan. Even rubber bands and, and broken tripods seem to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I have this big camera from, you know, when we use the old traditional cameras. <laughs> so I've got a tripod from that. Yeah. <laughs> and when if I use my phone, I have it off the handle that you move the angle of the original yeah. camera with yeah. the tape around yeah. it. it it's totally a thing. It I works. It. <laughs> Very ingenious. Very yeah. inventive. I love it. 
Awesome. Well, look, I honestly love this stuff, obviously the content and the Facebook live and the digital strategy and all that sort of thing. And I could sit here and talk to you about it all day and I'm sure we'll do it again soon. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, wrap us up. Tell us how we can stay in touch with you. I know you've got a mini course that you'd like to share with us. Um, How do we get a bit more Kaylee um, Facebook live love? Yeah. So look, my website is betterbusinessbetterlife.com.au. But I've got a three-day mini course, which is the fastest way to grow your business with Facebook Live. So if you're going, Facebook doesn't work anymore, jump in and grab that because it so works organically still. Um, so the link for that is bit, so bit.ly is in bit.ly slash FB for Facebook Live for Live, obviously, and Perfectionistas because, you know, we've got a bit of a theme going on here. Awesome. And <laughs> we'll totally link to it. Yeah, we'll have links <laughs> in show notes as well. Um, and yeah, I will definitely be jumping on. I absolutely have adored this conversation. It's so practical and helpful, um, and hopefully helps, um, everyone get a bit of a grip on any blocks they might have around. And I completely agree. I think that whole, you know, getting consistent, jump on there, imperfect action, have a go, you know, Facebook live is so beautiful in that Facebook supports you in it. And also it's not forever. So if something stuffs up, you can delete it if you want Absolutely. to, but probably don't. Um, but look, you've probably got a couple of days at best anyway before it kind of goes to the bottom of the pile. So do you know what I mean? It's kind of, it's there and it's vulnerable, yeah. but it's also not set in stone. So, you know, it's, it. it's definitely a block and, you know, any way that we can do to help people kind of get over that, we're completely up for, aren't we? we, we just Absolutely. It, so. So- just as a little aside, like I am a total tomboy, forgive me, but I am. (laughs) So I sit there, I wear my trackies, like don't all entrepreneurs do their trackies or their uh, yoga pants? Pretty much the only reason I became an entrepreneur, so I didn't (laughs) in the morning. My like get dressed up for Facebook Live is I might think to put a pair of earrings in and then it possibly wobbles against the microphone anyway and take them off. So (laughs) don't ever let that idea of trying to be, you know, look the right thing or whatever yeah stop you just get in and have a go and it's so fun (laughs) yeah i agree love it thank you so much for coming on the show i've absolutely oh i love this conversation thank you so much awesome awesome i'm so glad that we finally got to chat about i know yeah i'm sure we'll have you on again really soon see you soon bye bye And that is absolutely it, my lovely. So I hope you've really enjoyed the episode. It was great fun recording that one, as it is with all of them. If you'd like to connect, I'd love to stay in touch with you. I have a beautiful Facebook group um, community at bit.ly forward slash The Recovering Perfectionist Crew with all um, capital T, R, P and C. I'm also, I have a massive goal this year to get 50,000 downloads on my podcast and I've got a YouTube show as well. So I'd love for you to help me out if you can by either subscribing to the podcast on iTunes. So if you want to go over and do that now, that would be awesome. If you have a couple of favorite episodes or if there's one favorite episode that you've really enjoyed, I would love you to share that with anyone who you think would get as much out of it as you have as well. And while you're in iTunes, if you can jump in and give it a review, that would be amazing. iTunes definitely helps out podcasts that have got some some good ratings and reviews and some really interactive listeners. So I would really appreciate your help with getting to my goal of 50,000 in 2017. The show is also available over on YouTube. The links are always in the show notes, so you can um, head over there. So it's 
The Recovering Perfectionist on YouTube. There's a channel for that as well. So jump in and leave your comments. You can watch all of the episodes in video. So if you want to see what we look like and our crazy hand gestures and uh, facial expressions and all of that sort of thing, absolutely jump in. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel show as well and then you'll be kept up to date when there's some uh, new episodes that come in there. So yeah, love your support. And if you want to shoot me an email, it's hello at clairebarton.com.au. Always happy to receive your emails and yeah, open up a conversation. All right, big love. I'll chat with you soon. Bye.